You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Hey everybody, this is Father Vasek. I've been hosting this show. We are having a great time and we are continuing. We are now going to speak with my dear friend, Jordan Buhorn. Jordan, thanks for being with us today. Hi, Father Craig. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yes. Okay, so I know you very well, but uh, tell us a little bit about uh, who you are. Sure, who I am. Uh, I guess, uh, first of all, I guess I should say that uh, I am from Texas. <laughs> so, yeah, I was born and, and raised in Texas, uh, Victoria, Texas. Um, and then um, back in 2006, I I joined Net Ministries, and that's where I, I met my met my wife, Monica. Uh, so I did uh, mission work from 2006 to 2007. And then in, uh, let me see, uh, six months after that, we began dating, and then I, I discerned that uh, the Lord was uh, calling calling me to move up to uh, Minnesota. And that was back in uh, 2008 uh, when I moved up to Minnesota, married and um Married in uh, 2009, and uh, so I have uh, my beautiful wife, Monica, and then I have five children, and one on the way, uh, Cora Marie, Regina Marie, Fulton Michael, uh, Edmund Alphonsus, uh, Hildegard, Edna Marie, and then little baby on the way. <laughs> oh, I love it. Thank you for sharing that with us, Jordan. Uh, your wife's name is Monica, and today is the Feast of St. Monica. So, yes. happy feast day to your bride. Thank you. I'll, I'll re- we'll uh, relay that. Well, maybe she's listening, actually. <laughs> try, to, try, try, to, try to be nice to her today. Yeah. <laughs> Can I, uh, I just want to extend my, uh, my sympathies and prayer um, to, to you all. Um, I know that Monica's dad uh, is in the last stages of uh, now moved to hospice care. Um, with with the battle that he's been enduring, so please know of my prayers. And uh, because we're mentioning it now on the radio, we can have so many other people also be praying uh, during these days of uh, of uh, Deacon Bill's um, yeah final days with with his family here. So I just wanted to let you know that and uh, ensure you of my prayers. Oh yes, thank you. Yeah, and uh, uh, yeah, and if everyone listening, if you had time, just say in our Father, Hail Mary, glory be. Um, uh, for Deacon Bill and for the family. That would be amazing. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we will together at the end of our segment. Uh, so, Jordan, I want to get to the topic at hand, which is your guitar playing ability. Nope, that's not what we're talking about today. <laughs> Jordan's a great guitarist and a, and a wonderful singer, but we're not going to do that today. Um, <laughs> We want to talk about uh, kind of a, one of the burdens of your heart as a young man um, uh, now in your 30s and, um, and uh, for, for men, for, for retreat, for ministry in this way to step away and, and to be formed and to pray. So what, uh, what are your thoughts? I mean, you, you have a burden for this, huh? You have a burden for retreat. You have a burden for formation. You have a burden for getting away f- uh, in your heart. Tell, tell us about that. Right, I guess uh, the best place to start would be at the beginning. Um, and just, uh, yeah, quickly. Um, Doe a deer, yeah, I, a female deer. 
I, I think you're trying to get me to sing here. <laughs> yeah, I am. I, th- I was hoping you could take it from there. <laughs> Ray, a drop of golden song. Nice. Okay. Um, uh, um, so, yeah, back in the, back in 2000 in Alexandria, Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota. There's an Alexandria, Minnesota, but Alexandria, yeah. Louisiana. Um, uh, Steubenville Retreat. Um, I, I came to the realization that Jesus Christ is truly present in the Eucharist. And uh, he revealed himself to me, and I gave him my heart, and I gave him my entire life. Um, and uh, <clears throat> so I had never, from that time, I just, like, I, I wanted to be, I didn't want to be phony, and even though I, I have my, my deep faults and, uh, you know, the bro- brokenness. And I, uh, I don't know, I just, uh, you know, growing up in Texas and Victoria Dicey's, um, I, I, you know, I did retreats, you know, similar to Tech and um Kind of like Crucio, similar to that as well, and it was always involved in retreats, and um, so I just, I, and then I had uh, just a deep love for how Jesus Christ uh, uh, worked in my life through those things, and then also, but through other men that I was at retreats with, and um, um, I saw the the change in their lives, and 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 that spurred me on, and um, so just seeing the immense goodness of the Lord and. And you know, and when and when God has been very generous and and faithful and, and remains faithful, always was to me. Um, uh, you know, the mission the mission of the church is to spread the gospel, uh, to bring bring all to to the church and, and to to Jesus Christ, and and that's just uh, <clears throat> the desire grew from that and. Um, so just being able to to share that with those that um, I love or, or whomever I come in contact uh, at, at work to to tell them about the Catholic Church and um, about Jesus Christ. Um, and so when I moved um, up to Moorhead, um, I guess I, I didn't uh, see a lot of. Well, at first, I didn't really know, but uh, and then when I I met you, and I just didn't, uh, you know, at the time, it um, for the first few years, I really wasn't. Uh, I had moved up and just gotten married, and it really wasn't on my mind, or really on my heart too much. But then, it, it was just a few years where I just began to see, um, I, I, I begin to to feel that longing, that kind of what I had experienced, um, you know, back in Texas and growing up, and with uh, that formation and. Um, and I, I just saw a need for that, and um, and I had been formed. You know, I I was a part of men's groups, and you know, we would meet and pray together, and just kind of talk about what's going on in our lives. And we really wanted to, to strive to be uh, disciples. And um, so, yeah, it's just having that that zeal to to want to spread the gospel, and also to in um, knowing the the great good that being able to go away for a weekend or however long um, to be with the Lord and to really just do the work and get down and and um, to uh, meditate on okay how do I need to change you know what's what's in my life what what do I need to get rid of and, and how how the Lord um, you can be vulnerable so the Lord can come in and 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 change that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody, we're talking with Jordan Buhorn here, uh, who is a great man. And you're like, why are we talking to this great man? Well, because he's a great man. 
Uh, but I've had the privilege of being with Jordan on a number of different sort of church retreats and uh, camps and various other things. Um, you you uh, are the uh, I, maybe the instigator. You were the instigator maybe for the beginning of the Koryezu, which is a, a, a monthly adoration and prayer uh, time at St. Joseph's in the Fargo-Moorhead area. And uh, just uh, for the for setting a setting a place, setting a time, setting a way. Uh, so that people can encounter Jesus. I mean, this is what you're sharing with us. You've you've encountered Jesus. He you experienced him through various means, and you wanna you wanna establish and 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 foster any way that you can for other people to to deepen that relationship with Jesus and to encounter him to be to be encountered by him. You know, so uh, that's why we're talking today. I've had the great privilege, also, Jordan. Um, when I was pastor of a parish up north, northern part of Minnesota, you uh, you collected up an entire group of guys, actually. And, and uh, my rectory was not a retreat house at all, uh, but I had a quiet parish and a, a kind of fairly large house. I mean, definitely plenty large for one person. Um, and you brought up a bunch of dudes and just kind of moved into my house. And uh, we had an entire weekend retreat and you put it all together. So um, you, you, clearly, you clearly want this uh, sort of thing to happen, huh? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and, and that was very that was very generous of you to do that, uh, give your time <laughs> for that. Um, but yeah, it, it was a great weekend. And, you know, uh, retreats aren't difficult. You know, right. you don't have to. They don't. They can be very simple and and yes. like that retreat. Um, yeah. So uh, a group of men. You know, you just figure out who's you know doing bringing what food and and having a meal and. And just figure out the timing and spiritual direction, and um, you know, it, it was mainly. Um, I mean, you were very gracious and you just open with, you know, whatever. And we had, you know, it was mostly it was a silence, but then we had times for like meals where we would uh, discuss things, and after that, we would be silent. And then we had uh, like after, um, I believe it was after supper, we may have broken that silence, I think, uh, and then we had some time. Um, to kind of unwind and, and talk, and, um, and we met a couple of times during that retreat, just kind of talk about how things were going. But for the main part, it was silent. It's it's simple and just uh, you know, just get out of the way and let the Lord do His work. Yeah. Um, uh, so so yeah, I um, and and then also it's it's great having that uh, that fraternity of men. Um, to be helped along in, in the spiritual life and to, to be called on the holiness. Um, everyone needs that. Every man needs that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was a really great, it was, it was a really great time. Yeah, it was really great. I was so glad to be with you all. So here's, I think, where we want to focus our conversation. Uh, you mentioned that retreat doesn't have to be difficult. It can be simple. Um, so what we want to talk about here is that I since I have millions of dollars at my disposal and have no, no difficulty to do whatever I want to do because I come from a family of multimillionaires. Well, that's not true in any, actually, in any of the instances of anything I just said. Anyway, there was a number of people who came together to buy a house on a lake um, uh, recently, just within the last month and a half, just north of Detroit Lake. So an hour and a half from Fargo, um, hour from Bemidji, uh, three and a half hours north of Minneapolis. Anyway, it's right in Lakes Country, Minnesota. Um, and uh, there's lots of houses on lakes in Lakes Country, Minnesota. There's thousands of them, right? But this house, um, 
in a very particular way has been uh, purchased and set up so that it can host retreats. Um, other people can stay there for other things too, but it's, it's a, a house that's been set up so that people can retreat. So the house has three bedrooms, all with queen beds, and then another uh, sleeper sofa with a queen bed. So four couples could go away and be on retreat. Um, or a, num- a family with kids or a number of individuals or whatever, and plenty of space. It also has um, a chapel. Uh, I guess it's not a chapel chapel per se, uh, but it's a prayer area that has uh, crucifix images. A mass could be offered in it. So, I mean, like a chapel is like a designation by a diocese that something is set aside, etc., etc. And this isn't that because it's not like run by the diocese or something like that. But it has an area for prayer and for um, for all sorts of things in it. So it's a it's a, there's a set aside spot of holiness, a prayer area. There's a theological library with thousands of volumes of books uh, on the spiritual life and theological and spiritual direction, things like that. Okay, so the house is set up um, with the intention of people making use for retreat. And so um, you, Jordan, um, are a quiet uh, sort of help in a way because you have a, 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 you have a desire, you have a burden, you have, a, you have an understanding that retreat uh, is, is something that people should be up to because they can encounter Jesus. And so um, why we're talking today is because this house has been set aside for this purpose and you have a desire for that. So can you just make a pitch for like the thousands of people that are listening, why they should come and use this house that we set up? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, because it's available to you. It's, it's beautiful um, scenery. I mean, it's absolutely beautiful. Um, and then also it's necessary. It is necessary for you as a Christian to grow in your spiritual life, you know, Saint Paul talks about um, uh, he talks about uh, milk and, and I believe and meat. Like just feeding milk and meat. Yeah, instead, yeah. like, uh, uh, so let's get away from the milk and let's let's eat some meat. Yeah, and uh, um, and you know, there's so much going on in in everyone's lives, and and if you don't take that necessary time uh, to really do the work of of digging into what's going on in your spiritual life what's 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 in your heart what's in your mind what needs to be cleared out of the way um you know how how can you how can you give anything to those that you love you know i i'm a father and how is it that i um that i teach my children how to love god and um and to love the church how is it that I so that I leave my wife? You know, like I said, I'm I'm a you know, I'm a broken person too. I'm just a normal guy, and um, but the necessity for for one to to grow in their spiritual life and to to bring those that they love, whom those encounter, to Jesus Christ is is of the utmost importance to to. For me to, to bring myself um, closer to the Lord, um, I, I you know I, I can't think of, of any anything that, that that would be of of more importance. To set aside time, we set aside time to do many things, to do a lot of things, to grow in in, in activities that we have, um, and hobbies. This is the utmost important thing in our lives that we will ever do. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, everybody, I'm talking with Jordan Buhorn. We're talking about retreat, why it's necessary, not just helpful, but necessary because we set aside, what's the word retreat mean? It means to step away, to step back from, to, to remove myself from the thing that I have been doing so that I might... Uh, see something from a new angle or for rest or for whatever the reason might be, but to step away uh, so as to do something. So retreat, that's what it is. So let's Jordan talk about the recipes for retreat. We, when a person thinks of retreat, they might think of big retreat center with a religious or, or a religious order running it. And there's all kinds of structure throughout the entire day. And it's going to be, it's going to be like, I have to hang out with the monks and I have to do this and that and all these other things. And I'm going to all these, it, it might be outlandish in their mind as to the what happens on a retreat or what they need to make a retreat or various other things. But we want to propose that there's a house that's available to them to just go. And so let's look at what the ingredients are to a retreat. You've already said a couple of them. One, which is maybe not right to the point, but who's going to bring the food, right? So that's an ingredient. So we need food. So you go to a grocery store, you pick up the food, you plan out your meals, whatever. So you're doing that for your regular life anyway. Okay, so that's one of the recipes, ingredients to a retreat. What else do we need, Jordan? We need some people. People, yes. Yes, Uh, fine men, fine women, uh, spouses. Uh, You know, if you have friends, and you can... Your spouses, um, uh, husband and wives, um, a spiritual director, if possible. Um, okay, that's going to be a third ingredient. So let's talk about this. So on that second point, people, uh, our, our proposal here is that this house can be any combination of any kind of people at all. A person can go on their own if they want, take the whole house. You could have a, just a couple people. You could have a group of people. I think we can have like, what, 10 people in the, in, in the house. Um, but there's also the lawn. You can set up tents. You can do all kinds of things. There's a lake. It's right on a lake. It's right by a Itasca State Park, the headwaters of Mississippi. It's right by Two Inlets Grotto of Our Lady of Lourdes which is great. There's a bunch of hiking trails. There's a national wildlife refuge. There's a national trail that spans 2,400 miles. It goes right four miles from the house. Uh, I mean, there's a Catholic church within a, within a mile uh, that has Saturday evening mass. Uh, so, I mean, it's just like there's all this stuff is all around the Swiss. But anyway, so you're mentioning, so we have food, you need people. And so what we're, our proposal is that it could be any combination. It doesn't have to be like, okay, we have 45 people signing up for this. No, it's like, Two, four, six, whatever, five people, however many people you want. So you got people. Spiritual director. Now, this is something I want to, I want to speak into. Um, a person, so to make a retreat, you, I, you, could, you could go as formal as having a priest with you on site. And so, okay, that's the thing. You could also have a priest or deacon or a religious or somebody who's just respected in the spiritual life that you're going to talk to on the phone each day. Uh, or you're going to Zoom or video conference or audio conference. They don't have to be there necessarily on site. I mean, if you want to have mass, obviously you never have a priest on site. But sometimes you just get away and you don't have mass necessarily always at, at your availability. And so you could talk to a priest on the phone uh, or a deacon or whoever, as we said. Uh, or you, they could send you some notes in an email and then you just ponder those Bible passages um, while you're on the retreat. And so you have your topics. Or you just bring your Bible and, and go. Or you bring a spiritual book that you want to be led by. There's all kinds of retreats. Fulton Sheen and the list goes on and on. Mother Teresa. I mean, there's thousands and thousands and thousands of great books that people could use as a group study and different things. So as far as spiritual director, I would propose that this, this opportunity at this house that we have goes all the away from, you could have a priest on-site offering Mass daily, if you, you have a priest in your pocket to carry with you, all the way down to, I'm just going to get away, and I have a book, 
and I'm going to follow the guidance of that book. So as far as spiritual direction, I think that's the gamut, that's the spectrum that we feel confident that we can offer at this at this house because we have good Wi-Fi signals so you could do audio video stuff too as well. So, okay, so we got food, we got people on it, we got spiritual director and I guess topic. Uh, so, you know, like what, what theme you're going to have. Any other ingredients we need to talk about? Oh, right. I mean, like you said, um, you know, there's things available around. So, I mean, um, just depending on what you're looking on uh, on doing, um, you know, like you could go on a hike with, with other men. I mean, for me, I'm a man, and you could pray the rosary while you're on the hike. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you're, you know, your prayers. And, um, and then uh, also, you know, it, it doesn't have to be, you know, like I said, really difficult, uh, just, just simple. Um, and so, um, so also, you know, and then you have, you need, you need to have time for, for silence. I mean, that's, uh, that's primary. So, I mean, it's right. a perfect setting for that. Yeah, it's um, total. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And then, I mean, obviously there would be travel involved. So, uh, figuring out some way to, to, uh, um, to get there. Um, but, but like you said, you know, it's, it's, whether you can have a stroke director or not, um, even confession. Confession is important. Yeah. Uh, to a retreat, it's extremely important. Yep. Um, and like you said, and, uh, and you can make yourself available into any of the churches that, like a priest that, that are in the area. Right. Um, so. Yep. Exactly um, right. Yeah, thanks, Jordan, for mentioning a silence. So, I mean, when you did your retreat, and we'll have to end with this, but when you guys did your retreat, you had food, you had uh, some spiritual direction, you had lots of time for science and then fraternity, uh, and that's all, that's the ingredients, you know? So, you go on a retreat, you, you take, you get away, you don't need a schedule, you don't need a timeline, you don't need all this stuff. There's going to be time of silence, I can pray, I can read, I can rest, I can walk, I can do whatever I want in that silent time. There's going to be time together, there's going to be some spiritual direction time, there's going to be some prayer time common, maybe, I mean, and then you've got yourself a retreat. So, it's not difficult. We make it more difficult than it needs to be and we've got a house for people to use it so any final thoughts here jordan i gotta let you go um yeah i, I would just i just want to re- reiterate that uh, you know this this is very necessary that uh, we do this to grow in our spiritual lives um and that um you know in first samuel chapter 17 um you know when when uh when uh david's going up against Goliath, saul gives him his armor and it, it says in there that he, you know, he wasn't used to it. When well, we got to take up that, so he takes it off and he takes his staff and what he knows as a shepherd. Well, uh, we have to get to know what is of the Lord and not what is of this world. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Jordan, thanks so much for being with us today to talk about the importance, even the necessity of retreat, and that we can do it without having to go through a big formal uh, organization somewhere in some far off land, but there's one, there's a place hidden and tucked away right on the lake, uh, in Northern Minnesota. So thanks for being with us today, Jordan. Thank you, Father Craig. God bless you. All right. God bless. Um, everybody, if you want to find out more about this uh, house that can be used for a getaway, a kind of Catholic Christian getaway or retreat, uh, there's a listing on facebook.com and you can look up morning star, Retreat. That's three words, but you could do it all in one word if you wanted. But Morning Star Retreat. The house uh, is 2,200 square feet. Uh, it is 
situated east of Fargo-Moorhead, about an hour and a half, three and a half hours north of Minneapolis, or four hours, I guess we could say. Uh, if you're in northwest Minnesota, it's about two hours from Grand Forks, it's about an hour from Bemidji, it's about an hour from Park Rapids, an hour from Detroit Lakes. And if you know the area at all, that means all of those places... Bemidji, Park Rapids, and Detroit Lakes are all in the heart of lakes country. So this is a house, a house right on, the, right on a lake. But it's not just a lake house. A lot of people have lake houses. This is a lake house with a prayer area, formal set aside um, prayer area with, with an altar. I mean, it's just there. Or not an altar, I guess. Maybe it's an altar, but it's not like a consecrated by the bishop kind of altar. Uh, and uh, and theological library, and it's at your disposal. So Facebook.com. Morning Star Retreat. Uh, it's available uh, for groups up to 10 or all the way down to 1, whenever you might want to use it. And it's about $100 a day, uh, depending on how many people. If there's more people, a little bit more. Um, but it's really, really... Uh we want to use it for retreats. Jordan wants to use it for retreats. I want to use it for retreats. Other priests that are involved want to use it for retreats. Uh, we want to sneak away and use it as well from time to time, but uh, we want you to use it. So Facebook.com, Morning Star Retreat. Morning Star in honor of the Blessed Virgin Mary, uh, who is the bright morning star before the, the, the Son of Justice, Jesus, rises in the sky. So you can find it there, Facebook.com, Morning Star Retreat. We'll take a break. We're going to come back for a final segment where you hear me just wax on eloquently about something. Stay with us here. This is Real Presence Live. 